Welcome to The Herbal Iron, your podcast on all things holistic health, medical astrology, spirituality, herbalism, and so much more. Presented by your host, Ayur Atla, medical astrologist, herbalist, and naturopath. Let's dive right into today's topic, love and light. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to The Herbal Iyer. Today, I want to talk about crying and why crying is actually so, so good for you. I know we live in a society where crying is seen as like a weakness or that something's wrong with you or it's quote unquote girly and, you know, not masculine to cry. And we raise our boys to suppress their emotions and uh, we tell, you know, kids to suck it up they'll be fine you know stop crying but (laughs) despite all of that and what we're raised to believe crying is actually really good for us it is one of the main ways that our body uses to release pent-up emotions release emotions that don't serve you any longer release emotions that you need out of your body and to reset your nervous system back to neutral right? So let's say you're like me and you're like an angry crier, right? Where you get mad and you start crying. It has nothing to do with, honestly, I used to think, oh my God, something's wrong with me. I'm broken. Why do I cry when I'm mad? It is because my nervous system is legit trying to get me back to zero super quickly. Like it's like, okay, you're angry. That's great. Let's deal with this emotion. And then let's find a constructive way forward, right? And so I apparently just had a really good, overactive in a way, a nervous system when it came to that kind of stuff. And to be fair, I still do. Uh, Nothing has really changed much when it comes to that. But I had a harder time crying when it was something that like legit upset me and that I actually maybe should have been crying over, right? Because I was one of those kids that was raised to, you know, shut up when you're crying or just get over it. You'll be fine. Suck it up. You don't need to cry about it. You know, kind of a thing. This is the beauty of being a kid raised in the 80s, I guess. (laughs) So we have hopefully learned a thing or two since then in how we raise our kids. So I just want to talk about, though, some of the benefits of crying and why we do it. So besides the ones mentioned, it's just hella good sometimes to have a cry. Do you ever notice that when you do finally allow yourself to just sob, that you just feel so much fucking better afterwards? Like, legit, you feel calmer, you feel more peaceful, you feel less, like, emotionally volatile. Like, things just feel better and you feel like an overwhelming sense of things are going to be okay even if you have no fucking clue how they're going to be okay you just know that you're now going to be able to figure it out and a solution is going to come your way and it's going to get better right and that is just such an amazing benefit that we have missed out on so often because we've been told our whole lives not to cry So this morning I was journaling and I kind of dropped off the uh, journaling bandwagon for a little bit, which is not good for me personally and how my body operates and what I need to, you know, do daily for my body to operate at its best, right? So I've gotten back to it recently and... 
This morning I was journaling and I started writing about some stuff that kind of came up yesterday in a session with some amazing women that I know. We were doing like a networking session where we were not only just kind of talking about our businesses, but we were helping each other like hone our like one line uh, like umbrella pitches, right? Where someone asks you, what do you do? And that's like the one sentence you say. And so we were really just, you know, knocking ideas around and we were giving what we currently said. And then, you know, everybody was helping each other come up with better ways to say it or ways that felt more authentic to you and all that fun stuff. And it was great. It was a bunch of amazing women in there that are really supportive of each other and all of our businesses. Most of us are witches of some kind or spiritual workers or whatever. Um, and so it's nice to be in a group like that for one where you just really supported by others and two people that actually understand where you're coming from because they too are you know spiritual workers in some way um i found other networking groups even if they're specifically for women just i don't fit in very well because well i'm not your you know regular uh you know normal entrepreneur you know female i guess <laughs> so Anyway, what came up, and this is really, like, I was not expecting at all. It was really, like, kind of weird timing, I felt. But, you know, all things come when they're supposed to. But my one-line sales pitch was really probably more like a very, very long run-on sentence. Like, it probably should have been three sentences, maybe four. Like, seriously long. And the one woman asked very nicely and not with like an attitude, but it was all her question was, why do you feel that you're you need to say all of that to about what you do? Like, you know, that's really, really wordy. And why do you just feel that you need to say that? And I was like, huh. And it got me thinking. And the first thing that came up was like a very emotional response. Like it literally wanted to send me into tears. Like I was struggling to like fight back the tears so that I could answer. And I was like, well, the first thing that came to mind was, well, because when I was a kid, no one ever listened to me. And the only way to get heard was to just keep talking. The more I talked, the more likely someone in my household was to finally acknowledge me and listen to what I was saying. I said, so I guess, and I always felt like I couldn't explain myself when, like, things went sideways. Like, <clears throat> if they misunderstood something, I was never allowed a chance to explain what I really meant. It was just immediate punishment and whatever. And that was typically a physical type punishment where I was getting punished for something I may not have even done, but they misunderstood. And instead of clarifying or trying to figure out what the fuck I was saying, they just went straight into the, let's just beat you, you know? So... I just was like, yeah, I guess, honestly, that's kind of why I just, <laughs> I feel like I need to explain myself all the time, constantly, even now, at like almost 40 fucking years old, I just feel that need. And she's like, okay. She's like, well, that's really interesting. Do you feel that it's still that way? Do you still feel unheard and unlistened to? And I was like, not by my family currently like my husband and my kids right I don't feel unlistened to by them my husband it will sit there and listen to me talk for hours if that's what I want to do right but I find myself like even still to other people feeling like I need to really like go into depth and talk about things all the time and just really like over explain like literally that's what it is it's over explaining like there's no reason for me to say like 90% of 
what I said in that sales pitch, right? So that got me thinking. And then that really just started realizing that it opened up a wound that I don't know if I even realized I still had or that I thought I had maybe healed all of the way. And now I'm realizing that it's not. (laughs) But this morning's journal session literally was like leaning into that, into that feeling and into what it was about that statement. Like, why do you feel you need to say all of that? like how that really made me feel and like what was going on inside of me. And let me tell you, I burst into like fucking tears. I was sobbing during this journaling session and trying to write. (laughs) And I can't see because I'm crying. So I finally gave up on writing and I was like, let me just feel this. I just need to feel what I am feeling right now. Right now I feel lonely. I feel ashamed. I feel miserable. I feel unheard. I feel not listened to. I feel small and, you know, just like I did when I was a child when literally no one would listen to me, right? I feel very just insignificant and like nobody gives a fuck about me. And so instead of trying to stop it, like we're always taught that we need to do, I leaned into it. I was like, okay, I felt every single one of those emotions. I cried like crazy. And then I just felt the need to move. So I was crying and rocking and like moving my arms and just, you know, like literally just moving that out of my body. And let me tell you, I did that. And now I feel so much better. And Every single one of my clients that I have worked with who sits there and tells me as they're going along this healing journey with me, right, and they're healing things in their body, I can't tell you how many times pretty much every single one of them says to me, I've never been a crier, but oh my God, ever since we've started, I find myself crying all the time at what I feel are the craziest things. And I'm like, okay, what are you crying at? Well, I, you know, did this thing that I was always told I could never do as a kid and I finally did it because I didn't listen to that voice anymore and then I cried about it and I was like yeah because you're releasing that emotion of you know holding on for so long to being told that you couldn't do that that you didn't even try and you're actually your body is resetting itself to normal right where now it's okay to cry you're in a safe spot you're safe no one can hurt you now when you're doing that, you can find a safe spot, you have a safe place to do that now. And you can open up and let those emotions out in a safe place. It's amazing the difference that it makes. And so so many of my clients went, Oh, my God, I've never been a crier, but now I am. And some of them are like, I don't like that. I I don't want to be a crier. And so then we have to work through the whole reason of why you don't want to be a crier, right? Like what's going on inside that's making you feel like something's wrong with you for being a crier. But crying really does, it resets your nervous system. It helps you regulate those feelings that are going through your body at that moment. And it helps get them out. Water, as we talked about in a previous episode, is very healing, very cleansing. It gets rid of all of the stuff that you don't want in your life. If you take a shower, it gets rid of the dirt and the smell and anything else, right? If you're sitting next to it, it can literally just the sound of it can help cleanse your soul from all that. Just getting in it and feeling it moving across your body can help your body move emotions up and out. So water is cleansing. So tears 
are water, right? And they're really helping pull those emotions out and then literally having them leave the body and combine it with some movement. And I'm telling you, it is amazing. So if you're still one of those people who is feeling like you can't cry, that it's not safe, or that if I do it, there's something wrong with me, or you've just really bought into that whole, you know, we don't cry, it's, it's, not, it's not something that we do, especially if you were raised as, you know, you were presenting as a male, and you were raised as being a male, then you have a lot of that inner negative energy and emotion attached to crying, more so probably than anyone identifying as a female. And it can be hard and it can feel, like my client said, I don't like it, it, it feels wrong. It's not the actual crying that feels wrong though, right? Like your body loves to cry when it needs to. It wants that release, it wants you to cry. So it's not your body that's feeling bad. It's again, it's your mind, it's your emotions, it's your nervous system. Because when you did cry, you were usually not in a safe place to do so, right? You started crying and maybe you had a parent that hit you. You had a parent tell you to suck it up and get over it. You had a parent tell you that crying was for babies or wimps or girls or whatever horrible thing they said to you about it, right? That crying is just what, you know, kids do. And now you're a teenager and heaven forbid you cry or you're an adult and you're not supposed to cry. And that's what you're really feeling. You're feeling the emotions attached to crying that were put into your head by somebody else. And at first it can feel horrible to cry because your body is not used to that. So it's not easy to start, but it is definitely something that along your pathway, right, your healing journey that your body will start doing and you need to find ways to embrace. So step number one would be to make sure that if you're going to be journaling something that you know is probably going to bring up some emotions or if you start feeling an emotion to get to a place where you feel safe to express those emotions and not be judged for it or spoken down to about it or have somebody, you know, literally tell you to shut up, right? So find a place that's safe for you and just go let it out. That's step number two. Just cry until you cannot cry anymore. Step three would be to add movement if that feels right to you at that time. Um, step four, put on maybe, or maybe this could be step 1B, put on some music um, that might help. I put on music with a lot of rhythm or drumming to it, um, a lot of like um, maybe the sound bowls, things like that that really like use the frequencies to get stuff up and out of your body as well. Combine that with it and... I'm telling you, it takes time because I was there before where it felt unsafe and I didn't want to do it and I didn't. But now I have a much easier time doing it and I find that it really truly does help. So if you've been feeling that, you know, you have a lot of stuff trapped inside or you want to start journaling or you want to start working on things, but you feel like you're being held back because of some underlying, you know, belief that crying is not good and it's going to, you know, 
prevent you from healing or moving forward or that the only way to move forward is to avoid the crying and find a different path, even though maybe crying is what feels right, then let this be your permission to cry your eyes out, sob if you need to, and just learn to reset your nervous system in a way that it absolutely needs and it does it needs it your body needs that release it needs your nervous system to be regulated if you're like me and you find that you have a very overactive nervous system like mine was always on alert right because of the abuse that I went through as a kid I found that mine was always constantly on alert I had to constantly be looking out for danger and I had to be looking out for not making a scene or not crying because that would attract danger right and it was so exhausting <laughs> it was fucking exhausting and so really learning to like cry let myself feel safe to do so and slowly learn to reset my nervous system when I had a moment of feeling like I was in danger or I was upset or whatever and just letting myself feel that and dance or move or pound the floor or scream or throw something outside away from people so I'm not harming others but I am getting that you know expression out then that has made a huge difference in my health and my healing journey because I've allowed my system to do what it needs to do to heal. And that is get that shit out of there. And crying is one of the best ways to do it. So journaling is also super beneficial. It really helps with a lot of like mood regulation. It helps with the emotional side of things of getting things out right because I don't know about you, I've always been really connected to writing, so writing my emotions and feelings out really helps me personally get that out. So if you've been a person who's really connected to writing, then writing stuff out is probably a really good way for you too, to like get things out and not keep them stagnant in your body. And um, if that sounds horrible to you, like you don't want to write it out, you can do like an audio journal you don't have to write things you can talk it or you can just talk it out loud to the universe sit outside and talk to the universe I'm telling you it will listen and you'll probably wind up with some solutions that you didn't even know were possible because things will start coming to you meditation is a good way sometimes for some people to work through that um, movement of all kinds express especially maybe a movement that's very like expressive or allows you to actually have all those emotions while you're doing it so like dancing is really good because of that because you know if you're doing certain dance movements crying is okay smiling is okay moving in ways that you know other people might not get is you know okay that's what dancing is for right to move in a way that your body loves to move in um Screaming and yelling, just like literally just going outside and just screaming at the top of your lungs is actually really good for a lot of people when you feel certain emotions. It helps get those out, exit them out of your body. So then you can, you know, reset your nervous system and get going again and figure out a solution instead of being caught up in the emotion. Yoga can be really good, especially ones that open the sacral area, the pelvis that really work on like that sacral chakra um, 
root chakra um, section right there as well. Um, I can't tell you how many times I'll get into certain yoga poses and then again, I just burst into tears. Um, Reiki can really help here. Reiki, however you want to say it, um, can really help here too, especially around, again, that's sacral root chakra area can be really good because again it opens up that area where we tend to store a lot of these emotions and gets them out um so that's good too so those are ways besides crying that you can try that might also unfortunately lead to you crying <laughs> not unfortunately fortunately lead you to crying as well which is great because um, crying is so fucking good for you and if you find like um, someone said to me earlier today well i used to cry all the time and it was great but now when i cry like my face is puffy all day and i feel like my throat is on fire and i, I just feel like bad from it um, those can be signs that you are probably dehydrated. Uh, maybe you've cried too much and you've lost a lot of, you know, tears are very salty. You've lost a lot of sodium. And so now you need to replenish that. It can just be a sign that maybe you need to listen to your body more and let's go take a break, right? Take a rest. Um, maybe your body is emotionally like exhausted and you need to go take a nap. So really just listen to your body. And if you do get a reaction like that, you know, it's a great time to sit down and literally say to your body, okay, what do you need from me in this moment for, you know, this reaction? What is, what, why is this happening? What can we do to fix it, right? Like, what do we need to do? And it, you will get an answer if you sit and listen and you're open to the possibility of actually communing with your body in that way, you will get an answer and then go do that. But I find for a lot of people in the whole world, basically, we're all chronically dehydrated. And so crying just dehydrates you more, especially if you're not drinking plenty of water and electrolytes throughout the day. So hydrate, hydrate, hydrate. I'm telling you, things are a lot less emotionally volatile when you're properly hydrated. You will not react as you normally do to situations if you have enough hydration for your brain to process things properly and for your body to work as it should. So top tip <laughs> of course, is always hydration, hydration, hydration. All right. I think that's everything I wanted to say about this topic. I may bring it up again. I don't know. I, you know, being a reflector and a Scorpio, I just go wherever my energy leads me. And today I just wanted to talk about crying because I see so many of my clients that either don't want to do it or they start doing it and then they start feeling shame because they're criers. Crying is fantastic. That is a great sign that you are on the way to the healing that you were looking for, right? So cry it out. If you want help with that, surrounding any of that and all the emotions and beliefs that it brings up, let's chat. Send me a message at info at twinravennaturals.com and let's talk, right? Let me help you come up with a solution for accepting that, that crying is okay, right? Because resetting your nervous system and getting that nervous system regulation is super important and imperative for you and your health. And that's what I want for you, right? The whole point of this podcast and what I do for a living is to help other people achieve the optimal health and wellness for their bodies that they are craving and desiring and that they want. So let's chat. 
info at twinravennaturals.com. Send me a message. Let me know what's going on. Let's brainstorm some ideas for you and get you and your nervous system feeling better. I will talk to you guys next time. Love and light. That's it for another great episode of The Herbal Iron. Tune in next week for more valuable content with your host, Ayer Atla.